Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Mandy and Allison from Soul Star Energy Collective. We are intuitives, healers, and teachers here to make this shit relatable. <laughs> I love that. To have a good time relatable. doing it. Yeah. yeah. But we are very passionate about teaching others how to connect to their intuition because it has been such a game changer for us in our lives. So really that's what we do. <laughs> yes. Ta-da! Um, and you can always find us at Soulstar Energy Collective on Instagram. Um, and you can find us on YouTube at Soulstar Energy Collective. That's where this video will be. I always kind of find it weird that I'm like, it's like we have the podcast, but then it's a totally different name. A lot of podcasts are different, are different though. Like they're, they're like yeah. that, show names. Do you know what I mean? Show names. Yeah. But no, it's more on our YouTube channel. It's oh. like, instead of Googling, uh, behind the Emerald veil to watch mm-hmm. it, you have to, um, put in Soulstar energy collective, <laughs> then you'll find us. We just have to make it difficult. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Humans are complicated. Yep. <laughs> Many different layers. Well, we've talked about potentially changing the name to make it match and that may yeah, come but, down the road yes it may but we're not going to call it soul star energy collective because also what is that <laughs> it's our collective <laughs> it's our collective of things we do i know i know but <laughs> something that we're toying with so maybe yeah. a rebrand um so today what are we talking about <laughs> We're going to talk, well, actually, we're going to kind of do a a teaching episode in a way. So a lot of Mm. the things that we talk about throughout our whole course, like all of our courses, we are constantly, you know, giving tips and tricks and reminders. And so we thought we would bring that to the podcast and just kind of like for anybody who's kind of like on this journey of developing their intuition or has done some of the work to like courses perhaps to connect um, either to the spirit guide or the Akashic records or, you know, your Reiki healers or whatever it is. Um, We just have like a whole bunch of reminders and maybe that will be helpful. So yeah. Keeping it light today. I know. Keeping it light. Um, All right. So we are going to start with a basic concept. (laughs) What what is intuition, Allison? What is intuition? What the heck is that? Um, so you know, our intuition is is basically like it's guidance that we're receiving from the other side. Um, and we all receive it, you know, how many times like before you were spiritual or even knew anything about this, you were like, how many and how many people? who are not even like aware of this say, Oh, my intuition's telling me this or my gut. I have a gut feeling like we all, every single person on this planet, I believe has said that at some point. Um, and that is basically, it's like our inner compass. It's like, you know, that all of us come into this incarnation with having the ability to connect to our intuition mm-hmm. and we all do hear it. Mm-hmm. We all hear it. We just don't realize like that's like connected to your psychic abilities. Yeah. In that sense. Yeah. 
So I actually heard, um, so you and I have been seeing this kind of concept as we, as our readings evolve and as like the collective evolves and, and we're all evolving like as a collective, but what we're seeing, and we talked about this a little bit is like, we have the human version and then we have the higher self version. And a lot of our higher selves are trying to like integrate further into the human self so that we are living this life um from the perspective of our higher self in 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 a way which is and, our soul which right? is our soul so like yeah our human and our soul they're trying to merge yeah they're and even though merge. it's like your soul is obviously within your human avatar yeah um it's kind of like sometimes there's it, a disconnect lost yeah, yeah it can get lost within the the humanness and mm. we can't hear it or we're not listening yeah. And I actually, so I watched a video um, yesterday by Elizabeth April and yeah. she was talking about this too. And she was saying, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of our souls are trying to re-emerge with our human. And I was like, Yay. that's what we've been saying, but it was exciting to hear her say, cause she's such like a influencer. We love her. <laughs> yeah. We love her. Um, but what I, what I realized is like, as we're born, you know, our children, um, our soul and our human is like fully one. Right. And mm -hmm. then as we get older, there's that disconnection begins to happen. And that disconnection can happen through programming, through society's um, programming, but also through distraction like social media, our phones, TV, um, you know, whatever we're disassociating from. So right now we're we have disconnected. So it's almost like we started life really connected. And yeah. then throughout life, we super disconnected and now we're trying to reconnect. And that is what our intuition is, is reconnecting back to our soul and really mm -hmm. being developing or relearning that skill to listen to the, to our energy, listen to our guidance, listen to our inner compass and be able to go within, um, to receive that guidance so that there's like, there's just no question and you're just living a more aligned life. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that's where I think it's like really cool to bridge that gap between what we thought of as gifted people, psychics in the past, Yeah, um, that it was something we didn't hold within ourselves and realizing that it's exactly, we hold it within ourselves. They've just been able to um, connect to it and they're able to quiet their mind enough to hear it. Um, and so your intuition is always speaking to you. You're like speaking to you. Your intuition is always trying to come through. You're always either, you know, having those nudges, having that, um, you know, something like serendipity happening where you're like, what? That's so weird. And we just like, it's happening all the time, mm -hmm. but if we're not aware of it, um, we just dismiss it. Well, that's the thing is um, you have to listen to it. And so when I remember at the beginning of my journey and, you know, it was so frustrating to hear uh, teachers say, or, you know, influencers or whatever say, you have to, do you hear it? Like you have to listen. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Listen, like I'm listening. <laughs> what do you mean? Listen. But what that means is you have to get quiet enough to, mm. to like feel it, to pick up on it to hear it in a sense you're not like going to hear anything verbally or an outside voice really what they what we mean is like you have to get quiet enough to like understand how spirit and how your intuition is talking to you 
<laughs> yeah. And then I can hear. So now I'm hearing like people saying, what do you mean? Get quiet. Like, like, shh, don't right. Talk. Let's break it down. Let's, I let's talk about it. What do we so mean? It's get like, quiet. Yeah. It's, it's so, you know, it's being very hyper self-aware, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that, yeah, that's a big part of, of all of that, you know, since going down this spiritual journey, um, you know, we talk about kind of like, it's like all of a sudden the fog is lifted and you start to see things and realize things that before you were kind of like in a dream state and you just had no idea. I don't know. Mm. Like I feel like I was walking in a fog and I was like, and just like, you know, it is what it is. And then the moment all of a sudden this like light bulb went off and my spiritual awakening happened, it was like that fog was taken away and I was seeing everything for what it actually was. And and then like, you know, we've talked about this before, how being self-reflective and, um, you know, going down this journey, like now we're very aware of ourselves, very, mm-hmm. you know, it's like we're sensitive to ourselves that we can uh, know when something's shifted, when an energy mm-hmm. shift has happened or, um, you know, feeling all those things, like we've obviously turned up that volume. Mm-hmm. And so when we're saying like going quiet to be able to do it, it's like, we need to not have so many thoughts in our head that we can't be aware of, you know, when certain things shift within our body. So really getting to um, understand your energy and your own energetic level. Like, I feel like if you know what your energetic base is, mm-hmm. you'll easily be able to tell when that shifts and, and what causes it. So if you walk yeah. into a room and all of a sudden you feel anxious you know, and you're very self-aware of what you usually feel like, you know, that is the energy affecting you. That Mm -hmm. is the other people, the energy. And so that's part of your intuition. That's part of your inner compass that picks up on all these signals around that are trying to. And even so, even so like when, you know, going out into the grocery, like the Christmas, the holiday season is coming up the way it's here. So when you're going into these big events or you're going shopping into like these stores or whatever, and then, you know, finding yourself so exhausted when you get home, um, that is another indication, clear indication that you, you like you're, there was an, an effect on your energy when you were going into that store and first coming out, like, or even going into like, I think I told Ali this story the other day, we were driving down, we were going to our spa appointment. And, uh, you know, sometimes there's um, homeless people standing at the lights asking for money. Um, And I was telling Ali the story how, you know, a couple years ago, the very beginning of my awakening, um, I I was driving my daughter to a ringette practice. And I we passed this gentleman who had a sign. And all of a sudden I felt like, so like in despair, like I was like, oh, life is so fucking hard. And I was like, I don't like, what is the point? Like I started having these questions in my head. I'm like, what? And then I realized that those weren't even, that wasn't my energy. I picked up this guy's energy from like, he was standing beside me outside my car. And I had, all I had done was just drove by him, but I had picked up his sorrow like his sadness and his and his energy just by driving by him by looking at him and tuning into him just by looking at him right and so I had drove by and I had was having all these terrible you know feelings and emotions and I was like what the and then I realized that's what happened so being self-aware like you said what is yours and what's not yours or where like if you're all of a sudden your emotions changed and um you know you came home and you had you were in this great mood and then now 
now like everybody else has come home and now you're grumpy like is that your your energy or are you picking up on like everybody else's junk from the day do you know what I mean yeah yeah and so and and I think that's why you know so everybody has this and you may be sitting there going like well how the heck do I tune into it and you know, it, it, it is a, it is a learning process. Like I, I wouldn't have been able to do that just by being quiet, quiet in the no. sense, like I, I don't know, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, I found like, you know, as I started to deep dive into this world of spirituality and, um, start to understand it more and just start to understand like, you know, energy more and all of those things that I'm like, why, why isn't this taught in school? Right? <laughs> what he should know what, you know, all of these things that then I, I remember going down that path and all of a sudden having like these aha moments where I was like, oh my gosh, that's what that was growing up. Mm-hmm. Like these things were always happening. I just mm-hmm. didn't know what it was. Yeah. And so I just assumed, you know, either you assume everybody that has that, you just fluff it off. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, opening up your awareness and understanding. So like, you know, obviously listening to um, a podcast like ours that talks about spirituality and stuff, you know, that's when you start to have these like aha moments where you're like, oh my gosh, yes, Mm -hmm. that's what that is. Once it comes into your awareness, you can be more um, aware of it when it actually happens. And that's where it's being that self-reflective, being aware and being able to not constantly be busybody in your head where Mm -hmm. you don't even allow yourself time to, um, there's no room in there to receive anything. Yeah, yeah. And I think the first step to trying to, like the first step is, I guess to any of this stuff to to connecting to your soul, connecting to your intuition is the self-awareness and trying to, trying to turn off all of the noise of the world and the the chaos of the world around you. And so the one way that Ali and I both have done this is through, for me, more so meditation and Ali more so I would say reflective thought, Mm -hmm. would you say? Mm -hmm. Um, But meditation is a huge practice that, you know, is a part of I guess, reconnecting to your intuition, because you learn so much when you're in meditation, because that's where your spirit guides will teach you is when you're actively taking the time to sit in stillness to receive from spirit. So one of the other things um, is that you will hear is that you have to tell the universe that you're ready. So if there's anybody who's listening to this podcast, and they're like, I want to turn on my spiritual gifts, I want to know what my gifts are, I want to, I want to be able to read energy or read the Akashic records or do this, do that, whatever. But you have to tell the universe that that's what you want. But how do you tell the universe? You can't just state, this is what I want, because that's what I used to do. Be like in my journal, I want to know what my gifts are. What are my, you know what? I'm stating this to the universe, but you have to take it a step further and you have to put it into practice. Like you have to create that time and that space to be able to either reflect, journal, sit in meditation, to allow yourself to get quiet, to go within so you can hear or listen or feel to what spirit is wanting to share with you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For sure. And, and like we said, like, you know, so meditation, uh, deep reflection, like, you know, I definitely, when I'm reading for a client, I, I, I have to go into meditation. Yeah. I'm not just 
sitting there just receiving. Um, you know, it's an intentional uh, process. I go into meditation. Anytime I need to connect for something that I need to know, um, it's going to be through meditation. And then like Mandy said, the other part is like, and then all the other stuff I find, like I don't necessarily, if I'm working through something um, or if I'm trying to heal something, I don't necessarily go into meditation. I it's That's where my deep, reflective thoughts come in and I it's like I can heal and work through things just by my reflective thoughts that I seem to do all the time what um, okay I have a question for you mm-hmm. would you say that um so at the beginning the meditation helped you hone your skill to be able to do the reflective thought on the fly like in the moment no if, no no, I've always been. And so even like when we were, it, I just didn't realize that mm. I was, it was actually a, a superpower versus a negative. Thing, ah, right? Yeah. So like, you're always like, I'm so in my head all I'm the time. Always in my head. And you always I'm thought like, that was a bad thing. Yeah. And I'm like, they can't get through to me because I'm like, there's so much going on in my head. And I'm like, I'm just constantly thinking and uh, processing. And it wasn't until recently that I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm like, no, I think that's, how I can process. Yes, there's times that I, I do need to go in mm-hmm. um, and spirit will make it very loud and be like, <laughs> you need to get in her. But I also realize that I it's not something I have to do all the time. Like you go into meditation all the time, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're like, okay, I need to go in and figure that out or whatever. Um, and so I remember kind of being like, boy, I don't do that. But that's when I started to realize, oh, but it, I am fucking working it out. Yeah. I'm just doing it in uh, my thoughts all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly, you know, like music yeah. is huge for me. I mm-hmm. have always with music just lose myself mm-hmm. within it. And deep thought happens all the time yeah. when I have music on. So in a way, that's kind of like a, a trans like state like I kind of go into that trance state when yeah I'm you do to music You're... it's not meditative it's what anything that hits my my heart right like so I'll, I will find songs and when something just pings I'm like download it and then I listen over and over and over but I go off into fantasy land <laughs> and I'm lost <laughs> My walks in the morning, like music is like, it's like, I'm like, oh, why don't you listen to a podcast or something when you're walking? Like, I should do that. Um, no, that's your, just that's your time. Music. Yeah. yeah. Your and time. I just love music. So I'm like, yeah, I just, I can't do it. That's totally that terrible. I don't listen to podcasts. No, <laughs> you're terrible. No, I do. Um, yeah, you do. And I'm like, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay we just we're busy people we're I know people. but and every chance I can have to put music on doing yeah. my makeup music everything because yeah, you'll be like when do dishes, you listen music. to podcasts yeah. and, like, and that's when I do it when I'm doing the dishes when I'm cleaning the house when I'm putting my makeup on getting ready for the day if I'm going for a walk I'll listen to a podcast but I'm all the times that I I'm do the con- music yeah I'm always like I love to learn though so that's that's I just like but to... I love to learn because like I'm like that the Gemini that I'm constantly googling things and losing myself down yeah. rabbit holes because I'm like it's like I this eagerness to like understand and learn things yeah so I find it weird that I haven't gotten on to podcasts when 
when I do fucking love to sit there and like, you know, watch a show and all I'm doing half the show is Googling crap. <laughs> well, you're more into YouTube videos. So like, cause you'll watch a YouTube video yeah, I will to learn and then, um, and then you'll Google while you're li- list- or watching a YouTube video. Yeah, so that's you just true. Yeah. You just do it differently. I think probably my head would go off somewhere. That's probably what it is. If I'm watching, I have to pay attention. Focus. There's yeah. a focus point. Yeah. There is I a can focus. see that because if you lose yourself in your music and um, you definitely would lose yourself in a podcast, it's like reading a book. You're like, what the fuck did I just listen to? Oh like, I God. have to go back. You know, when you read a page and you're like, I have no idea. All the time. <laughs> you know how long it takes me to get through a book. Like, like, I don't even know. <laughs> Allie, you're terrible. You're like one page a night. I'm like, you're not done that book yet. <laughs> oh man. That was so, I like, I'm like, no, I only read at night before I go to bed mm-hmm. and yeah, like sometimes it's one page, sometimes it's a few pages, sometimes I read a page and I'm like, shit, nothing, nothing even. I don't <laughs> even know. Nothing those landed. Are the times, those are the times when you know you're meant to go into meditation because you're already like traveling, right? Your your consciousness is already gone. Somewhere else <laughs> yeah. I've disappeared. Yeah. It's, and it's the same with driving. I think we've said that before, yes. but there has, I'm that. That happens to me too. Like, I don't even scary. remember. How did I get here? I don't no. remember. The, I don't remember this trip. I think a lot of people yeah. have that though, right? Yeah. But when you actually really think about it, when you get to where you've gotten to and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even remember anything of the drive home. <laughs> and that's I'm so like, funny. that's creepy. <laughs> okay, let's talk a little bit more about meditation. So we we obviously touch on meditation in Meet Your Spirit Guide course because it is such a foundation to building yeah. your intuition because this is really where you're going to learn how to kind of shut down that noise from the outside world and create this sacred space for you to go in and just uh, just like breathe, really. It's true. It's just like relaxing. It's quiet it's your time like there's just something sacred about taking the time to do a meditation but meditation evolves so some people like I know some people are like I hate meditating I can't meditate I can't sit in meditation for more than one minute my mind is wandering all these sorts of things that was me yeah yeah but we have to we're here to tell you and this is what we teach like we're here to tell you meditation is like for the purpose of connecting to your soul and your spirit guides, med- the purpose is not to release all your thoughts. Like you want to be able to receive and that's going to come through the form of thought, right? Mm-hmm. So if your intention is to go in and clear your mind of no thoughts at all, that's not the point. Like that's 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 what people think meditation is. But for the purpose of how what we use it for, that's not the purpose. You want to have thoughts. But what you'll you find just is don't want thoughts of busy the thoughts day. Yeah. yeah. The busy All the thoughts. busy thoughts. So yeah. those are the ones that you are trying to calm down through the form of practicing meditation. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it will evolve. And so for the way that we evolve through meditation, and I can see why spirit had us do it this way. So we could share it with others is that, you know, starting with a guided meditation, because what is that is actually creating your First of all, you're creating that practice of creating that time for yourself, creating that sacred time for yourself to go in. And, you know, a lot of parents, parents are like, I don't have that time. And I was the same way. Like I had a busy career. I was like constantly driving my kids here, there and everywhere for their sports. My husband, like we had all these things going on, but at some point I had to put my foot down and say, you know what? I need 10 fucking minutes for myself. Nobody bother me. 
And eventually, and it didn't even take that long, maybe after three times, it was like, okay, mom needs her meditation time because they could see such yeah. a difference in my attitude, in my energy. They're like, Nick would even say to me, do you need to go meditate? And I'm like, because clearly I'm grumpy. And the answer was, yes, I do. Yeah. So they, then they started giving me that time to go and meditate. Well, and that's, that's that self, you know, when we, when anybody talks about having the, what's it called? When you, when yourself at your self-care, self-care. Oh yeah. Self-care. Whatever it is, right. Like how many times for mothers or whatever, it's like, you know, you need to take care of yourself. You need to, that is, you know, one of those things. And, and we have choices in life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of look at that and it's like, you know, we choose what we make a priority. And mm -hmm. so if this is something that you really do want, you are going to make it a priority. Yeah. Does it mean you have to sit in meditation for an hour? Hell no. God no. Um, you know, it's like, it can just be the smallest amount of time. Like I definitely resisted, you know, I think it came easier to you. It was like a, a release for you to go into meditation mm -hmm. and for me, it was an inconvenience, um, not in the sense of like, I'm too busy, I don't have time for it. It was more like, ugh, the thought of it just did not appeal to me. Mm. Um, and and so I remember when I first started like trying to go to it, because again, like I have a very busy mind. <laughs> I have ADD. Um, so I think part of it was like, going into meditation, I would find it frustrating mm -hmm. because <clears throat> I just was like, what is the fucking point yeah. if I'm just going to be thinking about this and this and this, because my brain just wants to go everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I would get frustrated that I wasn't able to walk on that desert path that they're telling me to without jumping off of it. How many times? Cause I've gone somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that, and, and, you know, it is a real thing. Like you know, if you are somebody that does suffer with ADD, um, and it's really hard to get your mind to focus, um, you know, like if that's a real thing and that's a real challenge, but what I will say is, uh, you know, I persistence, um, in going in. So by becoming a regular thing and it's just like a muscle, it starts to get easier and easier. Um, I kind of look at it like running. When you start running, you're crap. It and, it. <laughs> and it's awful. And you're frustrated. Torturous. Yes, it is torturous. And every morning you're like, oh, I don't want to run. Can't I just walk the whole time? Like, Ugh. but then you start to notice the more you start to do it, all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, this just got easier and easier yeah. and easier and easier. And then you stop running. And then a month later, you pick it back up and you're like, damn it, that's really hard. <laughs> the same damn thing yeah. with meditation. It does get easier and easier. And, you know, I remember doing this one exercise and I shared it with one of our students um, the last couple of weeks who says, you know, struggling with, um, you know, keeping the focus and, and everything. And so I remember like going into this one guided meditation and it was like they were talking about like, it was, it was practicing going in with zero thought. So in the way you were honing it in, mm. but every time a thought came in, you would be aware of it and you would take this thought and visually put it in a glass bottle on the shelf. Okay. And so I remember kind of going into this and I'm like, okay. And so I'd be like, and it was just like this challenge in a way to keep my thoughts out so that I had control over it 
versus it having control over me. And then, but you don't beat yourself up when a thought comes in, you just literally recognize it, see it and put it on the shelf. And I remember the first time um, I had a lot of bottles on the shelf. Uh, (laughs) It was a whole apothecary. (laughs) Oh yeah, it was. Um, And, but it was like, for me going in with a challenge being like, I'm stubborn as fuck. So, you know, if I go in and I'm like, no, you're going to freaking do this. Um, (laughs) You know, it became less and less bottles, but you know, like this is where it's like, just because you have ADD doesn't mean, okay, well, this is out for me. No, we can harness, like you can harness it by doing Mm -hmm. these little tricks um, to get through it. And, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm an expert at it now. I, there's definitely times where I go in and I do my ritual. We do rituals before we connect and I do my grounding and my clearing and all I do every single step. And there's times that I have to start over, Mm -hmm. start over, start over because I just keep snapping out, snapping out. And, and that's okay. I will continue to do that because now I know when I get to, I get to a certain uh, state of consciousness it, and it feels like I go deeper yeah. And then the vibration shifts. Deeper. Yeah. yeah. And you're lowering into it. Yeah. And the deeper you go, the further away mm-hmm. those busy thoughts go. Yeah. And sometimes I can start a reading for somebody like, you know, we connect before we meet with our clients. Sometimes I can start it and, you know, be struggling in and out, in and out. But the longer I stay, I don't give up. And the longer I stay and all of a sudden it's just like, boom, boom. <laughs> Anchor I'm anchored in. in. <laughs> I'm connected. <laughs> but you give yourself time. Some people can connect like this. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to need that extra time to anchor, anchor, anchor. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can, sometimes you'll connect like that and be like, oh, I'm totally freaking connected. And then other times it's going to take longer. Yeah. You just give yourself time mm-hmm. and patience. Well, know? that's the thing. That's the thing. And I think a lot of people um, give up too easily. Or Mm -hmm. they get frustrated and they put so many expectations and then they judge themselves. And one of the things we say to our students all the time is like, the only person who's judging you is yourself. Yeah. Like nobody is, nobody can see what you're seeing in your head. Nobody can feel what you're feeling. Well, the only person that can do that is you. So that is the, that that's probably one of the biggest challenges of of starting a meditation practice or um, doing that is to stop judging yourself, release expectations. Like don't go in with any expectations. If you're going in to the first time to meditate in ever or a month, and you're expecting to be able to do this guided meditation perfectly, and you've never listened to it before, that's an unrealistic expectation. Because just like Ali said, it's kind of meditating is kind of like, like running, like, if you've given it up for a month or a week or two, it it's going to, you need to like get back into the routine before it becomes kind of like second nature. So that's why we always started with like smaller guided meditations, like five minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. And then we went from there, like we grew from there. And then eventually our guided meditations were like 15 minutes or 20 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes, depending on what it is that we needed. But then from there, it can evolve, you know, guiding yourself, you know, all of these guided meditations take you into a place of nature. So put yourself into a place of nature. sit in in a place of nature and contemplate that's where you do your reflection and then it evolves from there even further when you learn how to connect with your spirit guide because your spirit guide will meet you within a place of nature and then take you other places to other places of nature to show you and teach you from there 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, I remember at the beginning of mine, I really, really, really had to let go of expectation mm-hmm. um, because I was getting frustrated Yeah, um, at the beginning. And I remember, I think you and I probably even had a talk and it was like, who, like, who, who's it for? And I just, I remember being like, you know what, you're right. And I'm like, I went into meditation and I don't care. I'm like, I don't care if I get nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am just like, just going to go. It's the whole practice of it. Um, and even like last year when I went through, you know, I was being like hammered to go and start meditating again by H. Um, and I was avoiding it because I was like, Oh, like I just, because I hadn't done it forever. And I knew what that was going to feel like when I Mm -hmm. went in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then our good friend, Lisa was like, well, why don't you just do some guided meditations? And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I was like, why am I putting all this pressure on myself? Just because I've been able to guide myself and I've been able to do all of these things. Like, you know, I could do it easily for clients, but it Mm -hmm. was for myself that I was not doing it for. Yeah. Um, And, and I was like, yeah, what the hell? And so I got back into guided meditations yeah. to strengthen that up again, you yeah. know? So yeah. we don't have to constantly work for it. No, we, it shouldn't be, <laughs> it shouldn't be hard and it should be enjoyable. Yeah. Um, there, it is a practice, like you said, like it, it, it's honing a skill, like a skill that we all possess, but we have forgotten over, you know, the, the light, our lifetime, you know? Well, and I've never like, as a, I, remember as like a kid, I would go to the Y and I would see this like older lady and she would be sitting there in a meditative, like, and I was like, Oh, she's like meditating. Oh, I, and don't know. I don't know how like you meditate this. in a public space. I don't know. She oh, totally would like, it was like, she would just kind of go and do her thing, but she would sit there like that typical, what you think meditation is like holding yeah. Cross-legged, cross-legged fingertip being like, like mm, yeah, and yeah and that's I remember being like thinking that's what it always was that oh uh, yeah like, it's not see this is no. what does it look like for you because I'll let's share what meditating looks like for for each other so for me when I meditate I I need my noise counseling headphones <laughs> I need a quiet room and a lot I'd lock on the door and some meditation music. And I always have my journal because I take notes. So like if I am going in for an intention, I'll write down what I what I'm receiving. Um, so I will literally sit in this office. If you're watching us on YouTube, I'm sitting in my office and I'll sit on that couch behind me and I'll have my noise counseling headphones on. This door is going to be locked and I'm going to be listening to meditation music and my eyes are going to be closed. I'm probably sitting cross-legged or whatever. That's usually how, how I do it. But you, you just like, it's like you're sleeping. Yeah. It looks like I'm sleeping. Um, well, no, I don't lay down. I lay down when you and I are. Yeah. I was going to say you always do when we're reading for somebody lay down on this couch. (laughs) On that couch. Yeah. I'm like, well, no, I usually, uh, when I'm doing it at home, I I'm never on my bed. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is if I'm reading for a client, I would say if I'm doing it for myself, yes, sometimes I'll do it in bed. Um, but I'm typically, I start off sitting up Mm-hmm. And eventually make my way down into a lay <laughs> position. <laughs> like slowly like fall to the side. Yeah. Well, I'm like in my old place, I had a couch. That's where I did yeah. it on. So I always kind of like, you know, I'd have my hand on the side of the couch and and just like, you know. And you've got your headphones on and you're listening to music. Headphones, the door, I had to get a lock. 
put on yeah. my door. Um, and I even when I moved into my new place, got a lock put on my door because I need to know, like, even though like, you know, I'm home alone, mm-hmm. um, I still need to know that nobody's walking in in you know like if so, yeah. so let's just say my mom was to come over and then Olsen walks in and I've got these noise canceling headphones and you know all those things and then all of a sudden I'm like well, I would just scream um if that and so like knowing that that's a possibility I can't do that so I need the lock to know that nobody's walking in mm-hmm. um and so I can fully drop into that state of consciousness yeah um and typically I will turn the lights off Mm-hmm. um I like to maybe, dim the lights yeah yeah I just kind of keep it set, yeah, I like to the set lights. the mood like I'll yeah, sometimes light a candle set it. yeah and I'll you know in this room because it used to be my um son's bedroom yeah. uh we switched he has my office now which I miss I loved that office <laughs> but anyways he's got this light that's a light where you can like um turn it color so it can soften or be Ooh, purple or something yeah. So, yeah you should show everybody your sticker door <laughs> Mandy has a sticker door, not should a sticker I, book, a sticker door. Should I change my turn? My yeah, do it, do it, do it. There it is. <laughs> I can't wait to, I'm, I'm gonna add a sticker that. to it. We need a soul star sticker. <laughs> yeah, let's just start adding it. <laughs> so ugly, door. so ugly. Anyway, <laughs> one day, I love it. One day. Okay, let's move on from meditation. So I guess the basis of that conversation was to share the importance of meditation, like how it can help you. Um, And like everybody gets frustrated. It is a practice. You know, if you can't keep up with the journey that you're experiencing, um, just keep doing it you know, day after day and it'll get easier. But even I'll... just skip forward. Like yeah. I even found, cause I would became so literal with it. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. And I'd be like, you know, speed walking <laughs> to catch up to where they were. And now I'm like, if I've, if I've taken a bit longer at a certain part and now they've moved on, I literally will like teleport zoom, whatever it yeah. is. I'm just like, Oh, there I'm there. Yeah. You don't need to walk the whole path. <laughs> so true. You don't need so to take true. it literal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, meditation can evolve like as you as you do it more and you know it will if you take it farther, it can take you you can take it to a place where you can learn how to journey with your spirit guide and that is where you're, they, you will learn like you know in our meditations, I've journeyed onto into the galactic Federation ship like a spaceship just like appeared in my meditation I was like, um, am I going crazy? What's happening? But you know, you meet with councils in meditation, going to the underworld, going to the upper world, going into the Akashic records, like all these things, all these things can come in. So um, that is the beauty of where meditation can go if you want to take it that far. Um, And we do have a course to support that. Of course, meet your spirit guide. We teach you how to journey with your spirit guide in that course. But moving on. Let's talk about the, let's talk about the beginner. Um, So when you're beginning to connect to um, your spirit guide, to energy, like meditation, like once you've taken it that to that step where you're journeying with your spirit guide, it's very important for you to set your space for you to make sure you're protecting your energetic field 
and creating like a ritual of calling in. And we're not going to go into the details of how to do that because this is what we teach in our courses, but we just wanted you to know that there, it is important to do that because if you aren't protecting your energy as you go into meditation and journey or connect to energy, um, you will be susceptible to connecting to like lower vibrational beings. Yeah. Cause you're opening up your channel. You're, um, you know, when you're intentionally going in and opening up that channel, opening up your aura, opening up your energy. Um, yeah, you, that's, you're more vulnerable mm-hmm. at that uh, time. And so that's why it's so important. And that's why we say, when we do our rituals, we never miss, No, you know, never. I, anytime I'm going to intentionally connect, not to say that we are not open or don't open during the day. Mm-hmm. Obviously we, we there's a, there's a, like, what am I trying to say? It's like, you know, what is happening? Um, just work brain. Um, there is, you know, you are open at times throughout the day, but when you are intentionally, like, it is like potent. Yeah. Yeah. It's stronger, which is, that is why we read for our clients before we connect with them, like before we meet with them on zoom, because we find that the reading is so much more powerful if we do the connection without pressure um, and we have more time. So, we time. Can, yeah. so yeah, we can anchor into that depth and really yeah. understand the messages because we can read on the spot, no problem, but it's going to be surface level. Well, yeah. not always, but it will be more surface level. And then if we have time to anchor in the depth of the meaning of the message, but anyways, that is- We'd be there for forever. Yeah. Like if yeah. we wanted to get the same depth, yeah. Um, because you know, that's something that we've noticed, um, you know, in our development, in our students development is like you, all of a sudden you like receive a message and then it's like, move on. And it's like, but if you receive that message and then stay there longer, then all of a sudden something deeper comes and mm-hmm. something deeper comes. So, you know, if you're with a client <laughs> and you're like five minutes, <laughs> you're just yeah you're on your head down and you're like quiet because <laughs> there's that pressure like, yeah. it, there's oh. that pressure to talk or to receive or to share what you're receiving in that moment so yeah it there it, we take away that pressure and, and that's an anchor that depth in yeah and then I find when we go into the reading we open up our channel before yeah. we go in again mm-hmm. so that if there's anything that needs clarification or anything that we didn't we can easily receive it but we're not having to do that deep 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 dive yeah yeah deep yeah. deep deep dive <laughs> so the importance of opening up your channel um that ritual and that connection there is a process to that um, to protect yourself from connecting to the lower vibrational beings, as we mentioned, but also there's a disconnection process too, because if you, if you open up and then you just leave yourself open, like then you go to bed and now you're like susceptible to like psychic attacks or, um, you know, having a really restless sleep because all of your, your whole, your brain is just going like a mile to a minute. And I think Ali and I both experienced that where, you know, we were in class and we were, our channels were obviously open. We were like, our energy was open. And then we forgot to disconnect. 
And then mm-hmm. we both went to bed. Like we've had this happen a few times and we go to bed and you're like, holy, I did not sleep last night because I was, you know, my mind was going a mile a minute and my energy was vibrating and was I was dream, 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 I, dream, dream, yeah, dream, was, dream, dream. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you know, this doesn't happen very often, but sometimes you can receive a psychic attack, which kind of shows up like a nightmare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there Mm -hmm. is like a whole thing. So that's important, I think, for any beginner intuitive to understand. And that's why, again, like taking a course or learning from a mentor or a teacher or whatever, like, I think these are the important pieces. It's uh, connecting with um, responsibility, like there's a responsibility to connect or you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Well, and there's a sacredness, a to sacredness. It. That's what I was yeah. trying to say. There's yeah. a sacredness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's something that I remember learning very early on in my development, um, journey and was this sacredness, this respect, uh, for, you know, this type of work, um, for connecting to the other side, mm-hmm. um, and really, you know, staying in honor of that and, you know, not being a party trick and, yeah. and all these things. And I remember that like really drilled into me and really kind of was like, yeah, wait a minute, you know, like even like the little things of like, you know, coming out of the closet and somebody doesn't believe that, oh, no, you're psychic. You're just yeah. like all sudden psychic. Prove it. Um, <laughs> do you like how my like surfer dude? <laughs> you reminds me of the turtle from yeah. the, the Australian turtle from the, uh, what is that movie with the fish? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh, no. Man. Oh, um, Dora. Dory? Dora? Dory? Dory? Dora. Dory. No. Dora? No. Well, we must Google it. <laughs> Was it the it was it's it the, the, the clownfish the the clownfish or the turtle Find, finding dory oh i'm talking about the turtle you sound like the turtle but it's yeah. the movie finding dory yeah finding dory there we go okay finding dora dory <laughs> <laughs> come on oh but like when you have you know that surfer dude uh, telling you to prove it um not getting caught up in like that ego of like then wanting to and I remember like hearing that from my teacher our mentor Mm -hmm. and and it all of a sudden I was just like it stuck because I was like yeah you're right like no and so anytime I've had that because you've had you get that I've had it um and I will I'll constantly just go back and be like, nope, remember, this isn't a party trick. It's mm-hmm. not, I don't need to prove anything. I'm not stooping to that level type yeah. of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, keeping that honor above yeah. all. Yeah. We should do a podcast episode on coming out of the spiritual closet and like, if, and um, what it's like to, you know, like when somebody, Okay, that that awkward phase where you're like, okay, now I'm psychic, <laughs> but yesterday it wasn't, but oh today God. I am. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> I definitely felt that so bad. Also, like when you're now that you're out of the closet and you're talking about it and you're open and you know now you're in real life and the people that know about it, like sometimes you feel like they think that you're open when you're just yeah. having like a regular conversation and then there's another awkward part where you're like oh like I'm not receiving right now like they don't understand that there's a whole process to connect like sure sometimes we can we can sense that you know what we're 
if we're in a conversation where we're providing advice and such, it can mm-hmm. feel like it might be of a higher vibration type of advice, but it's not necessarily, we're not open and we're not channeling messages from spirit for you in that moment. There is like a whole no. thing specific to that, but there's that awkward, that the, another awkwardness to that where you're like, Oh, oh gosh, totally. do they think that I'm channeling right now? Cause I'm not. So I hope that they're, they're taking this advice with discernment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you're not intentionally because there are you know, there's definitely intuitive psychics out there that will, right? Like you see, you see that commercialized, um, Mm -hmm. like where all of a sudden, I don't even know. Oh, Teresa Caputo. There you go. Yeah. Like, yeah. And be, and so this like idea, and again, this is showbiz, um, that is more thrilling than sitting in meditation and watching somebody for an hour look like yeah. they're sleeping. Right. Um, and so like, you know, but that is the, uh, visualization or that's the expectation because you see shows like that yeah. where it's like, Hey, I was standing behind you, uh, getting coffee. And, uh, you just, this, do you mind if I tell you something, you know, like mm-hmm. I, it's unless we're not, meant to do it that way it's like I don't well, constantly am no. not a channel that would be exhausting that, that would, would be exhausting. exhausting and like I, has it happened yes I'm yeah. like definitely uh randomly I remember going for like a uh, cosmetic um procedure what was it my brows or something I don't even remember um <laughs> so Ali's plastic I'm plastic no I'm not <laughs> I kidding. do not have filler or anything like, <laughs> stop that <laughs> I'm teasing. Like, not to say you said cosmetic um, not, procedure. Not to say procedure. Was it? A, I guess it's not a procedure. I got microblading on my brows. <laughs> I'm like, that's a procedure. I don't know. Um, I'm like, yeah. And anyways, <sighs> these aren't my lips. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't afford that. Um, <laughs> but I remember like driving to this, and all of a sudden, there mom who had passed mm-hmm. away was trying to get my attention and and yeah. it's not like again that doesn't happen all the time like all the time that was no. probably actually that's the only time that's happened to me mm-hmm. um I haven't had it any other time even you know even if someone's like oh man I really hope that my grandfather or whatever you know and and did I say anything absolutely not mm-hmm. I'm like for mm-hmm. sure not I'm like mm, you're talking to the wrong person I'm yeah. not saying nothing but that happened to me when I was getting a, a massage once and I started getting like, and I know when spirit is close to me because I get like shivers yeah. on my, or energy, it feels like energy is touching like a specific part of my body. It's not like my whole body's shivers. It's like, I just got like touched on my shoulder or like on my side or my leg or something like that. And then I was getting a massage and I, and I was like, okay, fuck off. Like I'm in the middle of a massage. I'm not going to like be like, oh, I think your dead dad is here. You know what I mean? No. Like, come on. <laughs> and and then start channeling message. That, no, that, and no, no. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Let's talk about the ego a little bit. Like, I feel like the biggest obstacle that we have um, developing our intuition is the ego and that how that shows up. And it's probably one of the things we coach around the most with our mm. students. Mm-hmm. Um, and is a big part of our, I guess, how we hold space for our students is because the ego can be so loud and it shows up with like, oh my God, I'm making this up. That can't be true. What do you like? That's ridiculous. Oh my God. If I share that people are going to think I'm crazy or what if I didn't get the same thing that everybody else got? Like though, that is the ego. 
Well, and I think, you know, yes, that, that is the ego. And I think what to me um, really kind of like helps with the ego is, is doing this practice in a group setting. Yes. Um, you know, as much as that is vulnerable. And I remember when we were training and I was like, I don't want to talk to nobody, <laughs> you know, like I didn't think, you know, I, I had no confidence in myself at all about doing this. And I was like, now I have to go and say something in front of these people. And I'd already put different people up on pedestals. <laughs> the, the first, the first practice, I was like, yeah. Yeah, you're good and you're good and you're good. And you know, I'm crap. Um, and it's such an easy thing to do, but you know, as much as it's vulnerable, it truly is like the magic that mm -hmm. helps you to, um, trust yourself mm -hmm. and to kind of stifle out that ego, because mm -hmm. if you were doing this on your own, there's no validation unless you, unless you're like, to me, I think it's actually scarier yeah. to read for somebody and, and get like told no versus yeah. being in a group of let, let's just say 10, 10 other people. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're reading one person and you got to take the chance and just say what you got. And everybody else is taking the chance to say what they got. And then all of a sudden you get these moments where you're like, Oh my God, I got that too. Yeah. Like what? And it's like, those were the times that it's like you, then you really start to understand how you're receiving these things where if you, if you were just on your own, there's no way to validate. So then you just can easily sit there and be like, well, I experienced That's both. ridiculous. I experienced yeah. both because um, before we did our, worked with our teacher, um, I learned how to read energy with somebody else mm -hmm. um, who also worked with our teacher. So she taught me the same thing. So I was yeah. doing it um, for almost a year before we went into our class together. Yeah. But the only way that I could practice was to practice on friends and family. Mm -hmm. And remember, I practiced mm -hmm. on you. I practiced on our friend Holly, on your sister, on like a few other friends. Yeah. But And you guys would be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. And so like that built my confidence a little bit. But it wasn't until we got into that practice circle um, atmosphere where it was more, it was like a, a container. It felt like a safe space to mm -hmm. be able to share and receive validation. That is where my confidence truly grew. And where yeah. I just went from like, I just went off. Like after that, I felt so much more confident because I received so much validation in such a short period of time that it really grew quickly. Yeah. For me. Yeah. In a short period of time, very, very much so. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because you know, every, it's not that everybody in the class all got exactly the same stuff that definitely doesn't happen. No. Um, but what I find is like, you know, there'll be, you know, one or two or three people that get one very specific thing. And then, you know, the overall theme would maybe be the same, but then you get these really specific things where it's like, you can't, you can't um, dismiss that like that yeah. when it's so strong that you're like, there's no way I would have gotten that. Like, those are the things that I'm like, you know, I, I say to our students, put that in your, in your tool belt, um, you know, and come back lock to that it. away. Yeah. Lock that little memory away because when you start to doubt yourself, you're going to pull that back out mm -hmm. and you're going to be like, no, but remember this time that you got this, remember this time that you got this, like, and I, I had to do that a lot where yeah. I would, you know, have self-doubt. And some of us, there's some of us that have 
more self-doubt than others Mm -hmm. um and you know have to battle their ego more than maybe somebody else and I would say you and I were very much those two polar opposites you you were able to trust yourself faster and you have more confidence just in yourself and I really struggled so I was the one that was constantly like no Mm -hmm. and I would really doubt myself my ego was loud and you know, that's something that, you know, we definitely see with our students where you'll be like, okay, you'll definitely see the ones that it's really loud. And I'm like, I get it. Mm -hmm. I totally get it. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, And then the the ones that it's just like, well, no, I got it. And it's, you know, and they can just like do it. It's amazing to watch the differences. And I think that just comes with time as well. And also Mm -hmm. to be able to remember the bigger picture, right? Like when you kind of can zoom out and be like, okay, like I planned that I'm going to open up my intuitive skills. Cause obviously mm-hmm. this is something I'm called to do. This is something I'm interested in. I have now shown up and told the universe that I'm ready because I just signed up for this course. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. and now I'm here and I'm learning. So when you're, when you're receiving messages from, from the chakras or from your spirit guides or from the Akashic records or whatever, being able to being able to sit in the energy of like, you know what? I don't like, look, releasing expectation, releasing judgment and, um, releasing control of what you're, what you think you're going to see or receive and being able mm-hmm. to just sit in that energy and be like, okay, this is what I received. I'm just the channel. So I'm going to share with you what I received, take it or leave it. You know what I mean? And now it's up to the person that you're sharing it with to have discernment and take what resonates and leave the rest. But I did my job. I received, I sat with it. I tried my best to understand it. And then I shared it. But if you hold on to a sense of responsibility, I mean, we do have a responsibility, but if you hold, what I'm trying to say is if you hold on to, um, I guess like the energy of, um, what the expectation or being how it's going to be received like if you and how that's going to uh self be reflected on who you are do you know what I mean like if you're Mm going to hold on to that energy then then that's always going to be a challenge so as soon as you learn how to let go um let go of that then it becomes so much easier to to just allow yourself to experiment and to be vulnerable and it's not like you're coming out of these courses and you're going straight in charging people $500 for a reading do you know what i mean like no you're we're you're just here to develop this beautiful skill and what you choose to do with it is up to you but it's going to evolve over time you know we started out by doing i think i was doing 11 dollar akashic record readings for the first 6 months and then when i felt like i was ready to increase my prices um i would think i went to 25 dollars and then 55 dollars and then 75 dollars you know what i mean it raised in increments yeah. based on based on how confident i felt and the what i what um, our clients were receiving um, like their feedback and their experiences. So it does evolve. And I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to be so good right away, but it's just like, honestly, we're just remembering a skill that we have come into this planet with that we've lost. We're just trying to reconnect it. So it takes time, so much time. It takes time to practice. It's practice. Yeah. And it is practice. And you know, like I, if I just stopped, after taking our courses and never did anything else with it. Um, I don't know, like 
it wouldn't obviously it wouldn't be where it is today mm-hmm. um you know because you learn the more you do it when you are doing readings so again this is if this is if somebody's like I want to do readings for somebody else um you know if you're doing the more readings you do that's where we're learning the most mm-hmm. um you know that's definitely Mandy and I have learned the most Mm -hmm. in the different readings because we're going to be shown different things we're going to be shown different healings all of that and so the more you do it the more you're learning um and the more you're evolving and you know we we talk about how you have like energetic upgrades so like when you're starting off in this process of uh learning to just meditate learning to read energy you know, it's like a, it's like a step process, like your frequency increases as the more time you spend in this type of energy, the more time you practice, it naturally starts to increase. And when it increases, more is opened up to you Mm -hmm. um, to receive, to learn, but you're not going to receive that, um, you know, from day one versus, you know, 365 days later, you're yeah. going to receive, like you're not going to receive it because you weren't at the frequency match to receive it. So for instance, you know, um, going to the Akashic records, it's definitely in a higher dimension. The frequency is high. Um, this is part of why we do the course lineup that we do is because, and this is like our, our six month container is very strategic in that aspect because I kind of look at it as like walking up steps yeah. and, you know, it's like, we start off really handholding and mm-hmm. we're, we start off slow and like, we're working this. And then by the time you get to the Akashic records, you are most likely not everybody, because we're all developing at different times, but most likely going to be at the frequency that you can hold that frequency in the Akashic records. Mm-hmm. But if we went from like, you know, day one, meet your spirit guide and try to go to the Akashic records, probably wouldn't happen. No. Um, um, and we've seen it. We've witnessed it. We've witnessed when, you know, somebody uh, falls asleep when they try to go um, because the energy is just too high that our bodies are like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, or your spirit guide's like, nah, and closes the door and is like, you're not going, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, um, I don't even know where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to share too, like I experienced that myself, like before I did any type of developing, I took, I, I read that book, like how to read the Akashic records. They teach you how to access the records through this prayer. And the intention is that as you speak the words of this prayer, it's putting you in that vibration of the Akashic records. Well, to me, I feel like that's, I mean, for some people that probably worked, but for me, it definitely didn't. I don't want to say it's baloney, but oh, <laughs> it didn't yeah. work for me. Um, because what I realized later on is that there was a whole process of me having to raise my frequency and my vibration in order to access the Akashic records. So throughout my development and learning more about spirituality and vibration and re- like reflecting on my reactions and triggers and shadow work, all that sort of stuff throughout the whole process, I was raising my frequency. And by the time we got to the Akashic records part within our course with our teacher, um, I was easy. It was like that I could access that. It was so easy. And I was like, Oh, this, and, but we taught, she taught it in a different way. Like it wasn't the prayer. It was a journey. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's how we teach it because it, it works so well for us. So mm-hmm. I was 
it was easy for both of us to get into the Akashic Records because we had been doing so much work already to raise our frequencies. So when we got there, it was time and it was fine. But that is why, yeah, that's why we do that. But let's talk a little bit about quickly before we have to wrap up about what it feels like physically when you're ascending, like when your vibration is increasing, because you're just experiencing a lot up level right now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, we've talked about ascension symptoms before. Um, there feels like there's two kind of things that can happen. So I get ascension symptoms. I'll go through days where I'm like, my jaw hurts. And (laughs) you know, anytime my jaw starts to hurt, I know like it's the energies, it's ascension, all those things. Um, all of that, this is different. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's only, it's only happened a handful of times. So uh, going through ascension symptoms, um, definitely at the beginning was all the time. Yeah. Um, now it's like go through waves really depends what's kind of happening in the cosmos. If Mm -hmm. we have a ton of energy coming that will flare it up, blah, blah, blah. But this, you know, up level, it's like you go through this period and you just are uncomfortable in your body. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, um, and it really stands out for me when it happens because it's so opposite of my natural nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel broody, um, irritated easily. I just mentally can't get out of this funk mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm not saying like, Oh, I'm always a happy person, but, um, it's not something that I go through often, um, where I can't get myself out of a funk. And, but then the other part is, is like, I just feel, I don't know, displaced. I just feel displaced. I feel uncomfortable in my body mentally. It's just like, I don't even know. It's just the weirdest bloody feeling. Well, yeah, I felt that a few times. Like it's when you're going through like a major up level, I would say like you're really accessing new layers of consciousness and you're moving like through this threshold essentially. Cause what it kind of feels like to me is that your, um, so your physical body is no. So your energetic body has started to vibrate at a higher frequency, but your physical body hasn't yet connected to that frequency. So there's this disconnection that's happening between your energetic body and your physical body. And you're feeling that disconnection. And it kind of feels like an itchy sweater. Like you just need to get out of your skin. Like you just want to rip yeah. the body off. But yeah. um, because they're, and it's to- not all physical. Like I find it's um, mental too. Like a big yeah. part is like that mental. Cause it's like, it's not just the physical, like, Oh God, like, let me take this off. It's like, I feel like it starts mental. I don't even know. It's the weirdest fucking thing, but I'm like, it feels like mental and when you, what do you call it? Apathy, apathy, apathetic. Yeah. Apathetic. I, I definitely feel that mm-hmm. where I'm kind of like, like just whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's like, it's so it's, it's very much a mental and physical yeah. type of thing. Like yeah. even mentally when you're like, I may not physically feel it, but mentally I, I just feel uncomfortable in my whole aura mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> right? like just in my whole being yeah <laughs> I'm like I just don't even like everything is just like I don't I don't know I don't care yeah but that's care. that's what's happening though is like you're you're vibrating your energy is vibrating at a higher frequency than your physical body so they're need it's trying to attune to each other it's trying to your physical body is trying to adjust up to that higher frequency and there's that discomfort 
as you move through it. Yeah. It's not the, it's not the best. It's not the best for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. before we wrap up, let's talk a little bit about blocks and like how, you know, how, like, so let's just say that you've been, you know, receiving your polling cards, you're journaling, you're connecting with your spirit guide. Maybe you're a super intuitive or you're a healer and you can receive messages. And and then all of a sudden you feel like you've, you've like, like stopped your progression and you're no longer learning or that you just aren't receiving or getting the messages or it's just kind of like, what is going on? Why does that happen? Well, that's frustrating. It's yeah. Fuck. Um, Especially because when you find out the reason you're like, no, well, I'm like, I always, well, it's, it's your spirit team shutting you down. Yeah. Right. And that ticks me off. <laughs> because... Tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> because it usually shows up when you've been avoiding some of the healing or some of the shadow work or, or you're avoid, you've been avoiding meditating, for example. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's it, where I get it. I avoid yeah. the meditating yeah. and they need you. Cause sometimes like sometimes spirit will need you to go in to be in a uh, vibration <laughs> and into a mental, whoa, right. um, into a mental, um, state that they can do some of these upgrades for you. So even though I can, um, kind of process things and deep thought and I can work through, you know, there's times that my guides like, well, you know, I need you in and you'll be like, Oh God, what's your problem? Um, and then I'll go in and I'll be like, Oh, that's what happens. It was an upgrade or it was something, but they needed me in that state. Just like when we talk about, um, when you're doing a healing for somebody Mm -hmm. and we often, when we're doing healings for, um, people, sometimes beings will come in and we kind of take, Take a step back and let them do and observe them uh, doing part of the healing. And mm-hmm. as somebody that is the healer, you're sitting there going like, "Well, I'm not doing what anything. The hell? I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing nothing right now. Like, um, I feel like a fraud. Like, not. And this is like one very small aspect. Like, not yeah. even five minutes or whatever. It doesn't even happen every time. But you know, when you're sitting there, you're like, "What the hell?" And then you realize, "Oh no!" But part of it is you've created this space. You're yeah. holding this space, this energy, and their team is like, "Oh my god, they're in the state." All hands on deck. Yeah, well, let's get in there. They're like, they can receive. They can receive. In, in, in. Can <laughs> <laughs> you just like see on the yeah. other side where it's like rally in troops? Let's go. <laughs> And then we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The stage has been set. Go time, go time, go time. <laughs> then they push us out of the way. We're like, okay, take over. God. My God. But that's kind of what it's like too when, you know, spirits wanting you to come in and they're just like, so then if you don't listen like me, they can shut you down. And all of a sudden it was like, well, this will get her attention. It's mm-hmm. like turning off the Wi-Fi for the family. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> Turn it That's off. A they're good gonna way be, to put it. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna be running out that door real fast. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to the Wi-Fi? Can't connect. What's, what's going on? So yeah. H turns off the Wi-Fi for me. Um yeah. often. Not often, no. It hasn't happened often, but I'm like when it has. And then like obviously with healing or because you've been shut like you're never you're not a bad girl um you go in and (laughs) constantly connect 
But you've been blocked and shut down. I'm trying to remember what that was for because I it's, remember. Yeah, it's usually when I am moving through a difficult lesson or mm-hmm. something. It's like they need to give me, they want me to just focus on that. Do you know what I mean? So I'm moving through, like, for example, last, well, this year, because I feel like I've done so much fucking healing this year. Like, it feels like it's been three years and jam-packed. Oh, my God. But last winter, so it was when I was really learning how to surrender. The lesson was surrendering and um, releasing control and expectation. Specifically, in, like, that example was around my job. But I feel like I was shut down for, you know, a few months, you know, I could still do readings and stuff, but for myself, receiving for myself, it would just wasn't happening. And they just wanted me to step into flow and surrender. And mm-hmm. I wasn't, I was getting really hyper-focused and anxious and try to control it. And so I prolonged that because I didn't catch the, I didn't catch their drift. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I just, you know, anyway, so that was one example. And, you know, even an example last night, I was trying to fall asleep. Sometimes I have, I have a hard time falling asleep because my mind gets busy at that time. Um, <clears throat> so last night I was like, there will be times like once or twice a month where it's like midnight, one o'clock in the morning and I'm still, a, still awake, but my body's like vibrating. Mm-hmm. And that's because, um, and I received last, I hate that. I know, but it's because I, you know, I, I'm available and I'm in that space to receive energy work at that time. Um, because it's just when I'm quiet and I'm still, so had I created that time earlier in the day, I probably wouldn't have had to experience that last night. Um, but that's another that I'm like, I've had that a few times and in like, you know, when it's nighttime, you all, it's just, it's just, everything's harder. I don't know what it is. Like, and I hate when I've had those times where I'm like, I feel like in a twilight zone. Yeah. And it's like the middle of the night. I'm like that where it's like vibrating my mind. And I'm like, I feel like I'm going in and out of consciousness. Yeah. And it just feels like I'm in a bloody t- like twilight zone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, can you just stop? And I'm like, just figure it out. Are you going to sleep or are you not? And I'm like, it drives me nuts. Yeah. And then I start to, then I'm like, oh my God, now I can't sleep. And I got this to do tomorrow. And I'm going to like panic. But I've, but it's, it's even different than that. Like I've had where I can't sleep and I'm bloody just awake. Mm-hmm. But it's those times where it's like, it's a weird, it's a, yeah, it's a energy. Weird, it's a frequency again. Like you, it, you yeah. feel this frequency. but he also, uh, you know, it's weird because the next day I don't feel super exhausted. No, 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 yeah. you don't. Um, but yeah, it's like, you're kind of laying there going, like, I feel like I'm going in and out of consciousness mm-hmm. and the, even like the thoughts or everything feels like racing. Like it's the yeah. weirdest thing. I it don't like weird. that one. Let's not do that for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kind of feel but like. That's a, the thing is that you can ask spirit for a break too. Like there oh, has yeah. been times where we've been kind of going through it one after the other or after the other. And it's like, okay, like I need a break. Like, just please let me sleep tonight. I just yeah. need to sleep. Let me have, I, I am human. Let's not forget this. Let's and, remember this. And they will, they will back off. So you always they have will. control. You always have control. Yeah. Mine's, I find like mine, cause like those weird twilight things, I don't find it happens like multiple nights in a row. Mine's more the, uh, crazy avid dreams. Like yeah. where it feels like I've had a hundred. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay guys, <laughs> I'm, and I obviously I'm asleep the whole time. 
But when that's so active in my head in the dream state, I'm like, I'll literally be like, yeah, not overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Just let me sleep. Yeah. Last night I was laying there and it was midnight. I'm like, okay, like I know what's going on here. I need to sleep now. Can we need to wrap this up? And then I (laughs) can you just do it when I'm like (laughs) unconscious, right? Let's just wait until I'm asleep. But they did. Like I fell asleep probably 10 minutes after I set that boundary. And I was like, we're done. I need to sleep now. Yeah. Sometimes I'll call in like Archangel Michael or Archangel Raphael and just ask them to come and surround mm-hmm. me and just help me to zone out and go to sleep because yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we should wrap this up. It is just, um, I guess our final thought is just to remind everybody that if this is something that you're interested in doing, you know, really developing your intuition, um, there's so many beautiful aspects that go along with that. And it is, it is like, a long lost skill that we all possess. It is just remembering how to work with your soul gifts. Like it's just a remembering and it takes practice and it takes time and validation. And, um, so don't get frustrated. Don't get so frustrated. No. Yeah. And don't compare yourself to anybody. Oh yeah. That's another one. Yeah. We're all very, very different on how we receive. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it's all intentional as well. Like Mm -hmm. spirit will, you know, it's intentional. Like you Mm -hmm. set it up a certain way. And if you're not meant to see right now, that's because they're wanting you to develop the other, uh, Claire's if you're, you know, and, and somebody else can see like a bunch, but they can't do this. So, you know, really Mm -hmm. kind of like going with flow with it and trusting that it's, it's unfolding exactly the way it's meant to unfold for you. Um, but yeah. And, you know, if anybody's kind of like, um, interested or they're like, Oh, you know what? I kind of want to learn more. Um, we are opening up our registration for soul star. Nope. Soul activating. What is it that we do? Uh, soul activating journey. Wow, Allison. Um, which literally takes you through all the courses. Um, does that little ladder, that climb of mm-hmm. energy, so you can do it all. Um, but we will be starting that in January. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. And so, wait. Let's do a couple more announcements. So, if you're interested, oh, in okay. That- <laughs> If you're interested in that, um, we do have an interest list on our website. If you add yourself to the interest list, you'll know when registration opens right away, but we always do a bonus to anybody on the interest list as kind of like a gratitude for your interest and for, you know, obviously if you register, you'll receive the bonus. So thank you for that. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast episode, you know, on the release date, which is what's the date, the 23rd tomorrow the 23rd of November, we do have black uh, Friday sales happening this, this year. And um, we are offering a hundred dollars off meet your spirit guide course. It's the self-paced course. Um, so you'll get it for 199 Canadian, which is, I think like 140, 145 us or something like that. Um, all the links are on our website. We'll put the links in the show notes. We're also offering 15% off all of our healings. Yes, um, our our distance healing. Our distance, yeah. Yeah. And then we also have 25% off all of our readings right now until the end of November. That's not Black Friday, but that will end next November. Or sorry, next next, November. <laughs> next year. In a week from now, <laughs> that discount will be done. But again, we'll put all the links 
in the show notes and um oh yeah let's talk about quickly reiki level one and two we're teaching that in january i forgot online yeah online fun and then also the final thing we have so many things on the go we have um we are going to do a new year's event this year so december 30th we're hosting a two-hour event where we're gonna connect to our future selves so instead of setting new year's resolutions we're going to focus on connecting to our future self and really trying to align with that version of ourself. We'll be, um, we'll be doing um, uh, your head readings with our, so you're going to bring your Oracle cards and then we're going to teach you how to do a year head reading with your Oracle cards. We're going to do some journaling, guided meditation, it's going to be so much fun. And we're very excited for this event. So maybe it will become an annual event if it goes well, but that event is just $55 Canadian. So us, I think that's like 35, maybe $30 us, but that is already on our website. If you want to register for that early, you can do that. So, so activating journey. We have Reiki. We have this new year's event. We have our black Friday sales and our readings on set. Like so much. So many things. I love yeah. everybody taking advantage, uh, like booking in their readings. Yeah. Um, because it's like I've seen an Akashic Records reading get booked, our joint readings get booked, um, like where we both show up and read for you. I've seen a business reading get yeah. booked. It's like I'm like, I love seeing all all the different ones. So it's so fun. I'm excited. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week. We hope you learned a little bit today. And uh, if you want to learn more, join us in our courses. We'd love to have you. And we will see you next week. Bye.